Voice of St. Louis original podcast. We've got all you need to know from across the St. Louis region tonight. This is the STL All Local podcast from KMOX. Our top local story on this Tuesday, May 9th, the family of a woman killed last week in the Convention Center Hotel parking garage downtown still thinks she was targeted. Paul Stewart says his mother, Natalia Stewart, had been ruffling some feathers as she pushed for police to arrest someone in the murder of another son, Greg Stewart, three years earlier. He says whoever killed her left behind some valuable jewelry. Uh, One ring on her finger was over, I know for sure, over a couple of thousand dollars, and she had a watch on. That was real jewelry. So she had a lot of money on her that's visible that he would have saw that he could have took off of her. Police arrested a suspect they say was responsible for Natalia Stewart's murder and for the shooting in the same garage the next day that left two men wounded. Police have said they don't think Natalia Stewart was targeted, but they have yet to identify a motive for the shootings. St. Louis Alderwoman Kara Spencer, who represents a large portion of downtown, is outraged at videos showing young people this past weekend openly walking with long guns in the middle of the street. Alderwoman Spencer says something has to change with guns in St. Louis. And my question right now is for Speaker of the House, Dean Plocker, out in De Pere, an area I grew up in. It's very safe. It's lovely out there. But Mr. Speaker, I want to know why is it that you think it's okay that these children can walk around the city of St. Louis with guns? And Spencer wants to know why the lawmaker is okay with the police not being able to stop these young people who are toting guns on their shoulders in the middle of the night. Spencer wants Speaker Plocker to call her to explain the rationale because she said the level of violence that happened over the weekend cannot continue. Maria Aquino, KMOX News. This is Kevin Colleen outside the Carnahan Courthouse. The governor's office tells KMOX they are committed to the timetable, finding a replacement for Kim Gardner by June 1st when she has agreed to step down. They say they are looking for someone, not necessarily a Republican or Democrat, but someone who, quote, can restore law and order to the office. The prospective candidate does not have to be a city resident, but would have to be a city resident if they want to run for re-election after the interim period is over, the next election comes up. Right now, they've been talking with the mayor's office to get input on who would be a good candidate and also with county commissioners and prosecuting attorneys around the state as to how to help rebuild the office. It's a Hail Mary for sports betting from the Missouri House as they passed a rural tax breaks bill from the Senate but amended it to include sports betting. The underlying bill just happens to be the pet project of Senator Denny Hoskins, the one who has been holding up final passage of sports betting. Representative Peter Meredith of St. Louis contends the House amendment is germane to the bill. I realize that maybe this is just a fun way to kill a Denny Hoskins bill uh, by poking at him with sports betting. And okay, you guys want to play games last week of session. He believes the state Supreme Court would nullify the law if passed. The bill must now return to the Senate and gain final passage there before Friday's end of session deadline. Tough questions await the EPA tonight in Bridgeton as it holds a public meeting on its long-awaited cleanup of the radioactive Westlake landfill. Don Chapman of the group Just Mom says five years after the EPA promised to clean up the site, the public wants the facts. I think the number one question that I'm waiting for somebody to say, and I know they will, is how far is the fire now from known areas of radioactivity now that they've tested in other locations? There is an underground fire that's been smoldering for years in the adjacent garbage dump. The meeting runs from 6 to 9 tonight at the Machinist Hall on St. Charles Rock Road. Dark days may lie ahead for Wildwood residents wanting to use the sun to power their homes. Are solar panels too ugly to be facing the street? People can have very strong opinions on this. Wildwood Mayor Jim Boland says the city is undergoing a review of an ordinance already on the books that allows solar panels to be mounted on the front side of homes with a permit. We have to 
balance the interest of not only the, the resident who wants to, you know, install solar panels and get the, the benefits of that, but also the, the neighbors, uh, the subdivision, and the city as a whole. The council voted Monday to have a survey sent out to residents for further input. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. The KMOX Business Desk, the 68th Annual Women of Achievement Awards Luncheon held today at the Ritz-Carlton. Women are honored for their volunteer efforts and leadership in the region. KMOX has been a sponsor and partner with the nonprofit since its inception. Odyssey Market Manager, Becky Damian. KMOX has been involved for all these years because it's an amazing organization that recognizes women who are uplifting our community. And our hope is that these stories will help inspire others to also give back. Ten women honored this year, including Rolanda Finch, who created It's Your Birthday, an organization that gives birthday parties to kids in homeless shelters. If you've browsed the local car lots hoping to snag a deal on a pre-owned vehicle, you have probably racked up some miles. Supply of used vehicles remains tight. The best vehicles go fast. I'm Megan Lynch. This week on KMOX, we go to experts to guide you around a few of the hazards you may encounter on your pre-owned car buying journey. As I drove around to different dealerships, many of the cars I looked at were not trade-ins from loyal customers. Instead, they were vehicles bought at auction often from outside the state. Auctions, yeah, that is a big thing now. That's Greg Damon, KMOX auto expert. Think about it, new cars are very hard to come by. So obviously there's not a lot of trade-ins because people aren't upgrading to a new car. So they're holding on to their used cars. Well, now folks are going to auction to buy used cars. At Damon's shop, Sparks Tire and Auto in St. Charles, the vehicles up on the racks for service are older. They have more miles than technicians saw from cars just five years ago. Options are limited for newer cars, trucks, and SUVs, and here's why. Kelly Blue Book reports new vehicles are on average $10,000 more than they were just three years ago. Many consumers are hoping buying pre-owned will save them a little money. Unfortunately, fewer cars were produced during the pandemic. That means fewer late model cars to trade in. It adds up to huge demand for pre-owned inventory. So dealers are going to auctions to try and fill their lots. Greg Damon tells me auctions aren't necessarily bad, but buyers do have to beware. Let's face it, there are a lot of cars out there that people want to get rid of because they have issues. First, ask a dealer for their inspection report. Damon also urges you to have someone else take a look under the hood. I would always want to have it checked out by a secondary person. Um, I'm not saying that the dealerships would do anything wrong or, or try to pull the wool over your eyes. But somebody else is going to have a different perspective into it that doesn't have any skin in the game and is going to be able to give you an honest opinion. Let's say, you know, you do find a car that's been purchased by a dealer at auction, two or three years old. What are some of the things that you need to be alert to as a buyer? Well, number one, especially here in the Midwest, we want to make sure the car has not been in a flood. That is a major concern, uh, and it doesn't matter where the flood was. It could, could be a hurricane in Louisiana, could be a flood up in Iowa. Cars get traveled all across the country, but the biggest thing is we want to make sure that that car is not in a flood. You have to understand, the car may run great now, but with all that flood damage, all that moisture that's in there, that just ruins uh, computers. It ruins all sorts of wiring. It makes corrosion all over the vehicle. And that could be really bad for you in a few years. Is that something that you see fairly often? Very often. So that's nothing that has to be disclosed then? Nothing has to be disclosed on that. 
you know, uh, especially you buy it from auction. If the, if the dealer buys from auction, may not be disclosed to them. They don't have to disclose it to you. Damon adds, if you're considering an older used car, a key to its condition may be service records. Carfax is a vital tool. But vehicle history reports do have limits. Vehicle history reports don't catch everything. We explore that tomorrow. I'm Michael Calhoun. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe and stay up to date on the Odyssey app. Have a good night.